Lock up your bikes and feel the heat. It's time for another episode of Like a Podcast. I am Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. Hey, what's up? And uh, how are you doing this week, Jordan? I'm doing pretty good. I've uh, had a had an interesting week of games, mostly, because uh, it's not like we have time to do pretty much anything else these days. Uh, I started I mean, playing Final Fantasy VII I don't know about remake. you, but I've, I've still got school and work to deal with so i don't know oh i mean i'm done with school now and yeah. uh not working at the moment yeah it's not all that different up. for me to be honest hmm. well i've just got nothing but time i started playing final fantasy 7 remake that one's pretty good i uh, like i like the man who is uh, horny for his motorcycle That's all yeah i watched my brother play it for a little bit and i got to see the the, the motorcycle man and I've, i really like him yeah i thought it was funny his name is uh his name is uh, daisaku kuze <laughs> thought he was a really cool original character riding around on that motorcycle. Uh, yeah, he doesn't you? fight with a sword. He fights with a pipe. <laughs> he fights with a pipe. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been... I mean, I've actually had most of the last week off of work, so I actually haven't been working. Cool. Uh, so I've been mostly playing video games like you. Uh, a lot of Dark Souls 1, which I've played multiple times before. Now oh, I'm yeah, playing I it multiple you, times again. I have takes about that game, but I won't go into them here. It's the best Dark Souls game, aside from Dark Souls 2. It's um, the worst Dark Souls game. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, I've also been playing The Messenger, a pretty good action platformer that then transitions into a Metroidvania out of nowhere. Huh. Um, so that's that's also really good, and the soundtrack slaps for that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of just what I've been up to. Uh, been doing those too much, enough... Too much enough that I uh, was not was really rushing to get this chapter done this week. <laughs> you were like, "Oh right, I have this one to play." I mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you what, I I also was procrastinating on this one, and then uh, when we get to the end of the chapter, I forgot how this chapter ends, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, I forgot that I have to do a whole other boss fight." Yeah, yeah, I was doing that too. Thankfully. I was like, it was like it was uh, ten minutes ago. 20 minutes ago and i was like oh my god am i gonna have to do more is there more to this it was already thankfully going the game it was already yeah. going longer than i thought it was going to <laughs> thankfully uh, the game just kind of psyched you out on that uh well we got a lot to talk about i think so uh, why don't we dive in yeah and this, talk about yeah this is chapter seven a dark escape majima is also running through a a, a doo-doo tunnel this week just like his uh, friend kiryu that's what that means i think yeah, and he's uh Sagawa's on a four-wheeler. Yeah, Sagawa's on a Sagawa's riding on a uh on a like a children's tricycle. Oh yeah, or like what are those ones that have two wheels in front and then one in the back? A three-wheeler. Oh, I thought you said a four-wheeler. And I was like, is that just I said a, a four-wheeler, but then you asked what a three-wheeler is. So, let's see. Let's just real quickly as the game does recap where we were with Majima when we last saw him. Uh you do uh, it cuz I did it uh, for sure. you. So, so Majima is, uh, he's the manager of the Cabaret Grand, he's a former Tojo clan, clan, I almost said clansman, uh, Majima is not a racist, he's just a former Yakuza from the Tojo clan, he, uh, had a big whoopsie-doo, uh, three years ago, and got the, got the, the, the boot, and he got torture-prisoned, and now he has to, uh, kill a, a lady if he wants to get back in. Um, he found her, her name is Makoto Makimura, she works at a massage, uh, massage place, and uh, the last we saw, a bunch of Yakuza came after her. He saved her, and then he was about to murder her with a knife. Uh, and that was what we last saw of him. I wonder if he did it. I wonder if he did it. You know what's funny about that question is that it's so 
um, it's so obvious that he didn't do it that the game doesn't even show him not do it. They like they just cut forward in time to him walking her into the warehouse having not killed her. Yeah, like the next morning too. Like it's yeah, it's like it's like it's yeah, of, hours of course later. Majima, of course Majima didn't kill her. It's this <laughs> game. It's Majima. So yeah, we're in this warehouse. Um, uh, Majima has brought Makoto here, um, and he's basically gonna hide her out here while the while the heat dies down and he wants to know why the fuck the yakuza want her so bad uh she doesn't know at all yeah she, she she's like in this weird stage where she's already had a bunch of shit that she went through that we'll talk about later but also it has nothing to do with that so it's just like two possible options and neither of them really make any sense for her and she's just really confused about this whole situation yeah and then Majima's like well shit you don't know why they were sent to kill you? You don't even know... I don't even know why I was sent to kill you. And she's like, yeah, what? She, what? He's like, does it have anything to do with the guy with the bat tattoo? Uh, and then she's like, oh. Oh, you, you know about that? Um, well, why don't you... Uh, why don't you, like... Why, first of all, she asks, like, why in the world did you not kill me? And he says that he didn't know at the time that she was just this, like, random blind lady. He thought she was, like, this horrible, evil man... Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, she says that, uh, if he wants to know what the bat tattoo is, uh, she's gonna have to ask Lee about it. Um, Lee, who last time we saw was full of holes. He approximately was, three was, bullets. He had approximately three big ones just sort of in him, but Majima says, oh, don't worry, you know, missed him, by, a, un- missed him by an inch. He he got hit in the, the, the good zones. I'm an he expert on human anatomy and bullet wounds, and I know that he didn't get shot anywhere important. It's fine. It's it's like the funny Family Guy joke of I have a small bulletproof shield the size of a bullet on somewhere on my body. Remember that one? That's so funny. Family Guy's so funny. Oh, it's very funny. So she says, "Go see Lee, who is alive. Lee, the alive masseuse, will tell you what the thing with the bat tattoo is." Um, given he's still alive, which he is. So, Mm -hmm. that's good. It's very convenient. Yeah, so we leave the warehouse to go look for Lee, and outside is Yamagata, the owner of Odyssey, uh, who- When I saw Yamagata, uh, at first, I was like, did I forget about someone? Who is Yamagata? (laughs) It's been a while. It's been, what, three weeks (laughs) since we saw Majima? Yeah, it's your old pal, Yamagata, that really- Well, actually, it's been four weeks, because he was- he was in chapter two of Majima. He wasn't in chapter- yeah, chapter, well, he's in the first chapter with Majima, yeah, chapter three. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't see him in chapter four, so I, I had completely purged Yamagata from my brain. Yeah, and Yamagata's I, uh, like, wow, you, he, he, just, this is actually a, a warehouse owned by Odyssey. Yeah, this is like the place where Odyssey stashes their chairs and where they, where the, uh, where the lust machine lives. This is where they <laughs> stash him. Um, so, so Yam, this is what's weird about Yamagata, because he's like, Damn, Majima, are you like holding a girl captive in that in that warehouse? That's pretty. That's pretty fucked up, dude. That's pretty twisted. That's By pretty the fucked way, up. But you... I'm not gonna tell anyone because uh, it gets me a favor. Damn, dude, that's pretty. That's pretty effed up of you. By the way, have you heard of this brand new trend in the Sotembori nightlife district? It's called Cabaret Club, and it's definitely the hot new thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I hear that cabaret clubs will one day even. Uh, overpower the normal cabarets and clubs. By the way, I can totally, I will not tell anyone about the woman that you're holding hostage in that warehouse. 
Because it's Did better if we have competition. If the grant oh, yeah, goes out says, of business, then Odyssey will also go out, go out of business. He says that uh, Majima, baseball lover Majima, is like, the reason people love to go to baseball games is to see two teams of equal skill go, uh, duke it out. If the grand goes away because I got arrested for, uh, I guess, holding a woman hostage in a warehouse, then your club would go under two, I guess, somehow. Sure. All right. All right. I mean, they'd probably go under first because uh, their owner was, like, aiding Majima in imprisoning this woman in the warehouse. But, I mean... I don't think either of them would get away pretty well with this, especially since, uh, in reality, if if, uh, if they found out, I'm sure that Yamagata would get, would get owned, too, by the Yakuza, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, I'll, I won't, I'll keep quiet. By the way, if you ever see one of those cabaret clubs, you better go check it out. It'll be pretty rad. It'll, you'll, you'll say holy shit when you see it. It'll be pretty cool. It'll be pretty awesome. Uh, anyway, enjoy, enjoy your hostage situation, Majima. I'm sure you're having a great time. Um, so what's next? Oh yeah, we have to go find Lee. Yeah, Majima goes to Hogushi Kaikon to search for Lee. Uh, nobody's there. It's just the, there's the a whole Lee place shaped is... puddle. There's a Lee shaped puddle of blood. Yeah, there there pretty much is. There's blood all over the fucking place. The place is torn to shreds. Uh, and he's just hanging out uh, when he hears somebody walk in, and like a normal man, he pulls out his knife immediately and corners he, the guy that walks in. He like presses X to to get in Gears of War cover, and then pulls out his knife, and then uh. A man who the game calls Little Guy walks little in. Guy. It's just a little guy. It's it's Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> no, um, he's not Mr. Moneybags. No. He's this he's this uh he's a back alley Chinese doctor, and he's here to uh get clothes for Lee, who he's taking care of in his uh his very legal hospital that is uh located inside scenic Mahjong Jambalaya, where most mm, hospitals are. Jambalaya. It's a... Uh, it's just a hospital where you get only eat jambalaya. That sounds pretty um, good. So, so Machima does something which I find wholly unnecessary, which is he he sees this little guy, uh, capital L, capital G, and he's just like, I can't let. He says, I, "Sir, I cannot allow you to live. You might tell Lee that I'm coming." And then he just knocks him out. What was that about Machima? <laughs> well, he doesn't want Lee to know that he's coming. He just yeah, said but it. he. I mean, he's here. He can, you know, follow him. He can get there slightly faster. He can run. Like, he knows where the guy is. I think he just wanted to be dramatic and knock a guy out. I just really want to punch a guy in the stomach. You know, I heard, he, the, also, I heard, oh, that, yeah. I heard that Harry Houdini died after getting punched in the stomach. I don't want to try that out on someone. Machima says, I heard in this, I read in a book that if you punch someone hard enough in the stomach, they'll fall asleep. I want to give that a try. <laughs> he hit him right works, in the sleeping so. gland. Komeki taught me the sorry, Kamaki taught me the No, it's Komeki. No, it is Komeki. Komeki taught me the the Komeki goodnight uh stomach punch. <laughs> and I want to try it out. Um so he tries it out and it works and little guy is now little asleep. Yeah. So you head over to Mahjong Jambalaya. Yeah, and I love how Lee is just kind of thriving. Like he's he did he is a human piece of Swiss cheese. But he is also just kicking back with the game of Mahjong. Yeah, he's got he's got bandages around his shoulders, so you know that he's anime injured. Uh, you know, but he is just kind of hanging out and playing Mahjong. He's like, oh, um, if you if you're looking for me, that must mean that Makoto is alive. I'm I'm very smart. I'm playing fourth dimensional Mahjong. 
Yes, I predicted that you would get... I knew you would get here, Majima. I was expecting you. I predicted it using my god hands, which also make me very good at mahjong and massage. <laughs> the part where I got shot three times, that was all part of the plan. Um, do you know the I could have used I could have used my god hands to block the bullets, Majima, you see, because they're very good and I have very nice, cool hands. But, you know, I, I chose not to because it was part of my grander plan. <laughs> If I, uh, yeah, I actually, I, I meant to, I meant to get, I meant to get shot three times, and I also meant to let Makoto get kidnapped, because I knew that I, it was, it was all part of the plan, okay? I needed um, to get injured to lure out the devil hand, Manjima, you need to understand this. <laughs> God if hand he thinks, two, coming If he soon. thinks that I'm injured, then he'll come out of hiding and try to take me out, but what he doesn't know is that I'm immune to bullets, actually, and they don't hurt me, they feel good, actually. <laughs> it's I, I press L1 to block and the bullets are good. So Majima, uh, the scariest part of this game happens in this scene, um, but it's kind of a fake out where where Lee says, "Sit down, Majima, play some mahjong with me." And I said, "No." <laughs> I've played this three times before, and I still I didn't remember if it actually makes you play mahjong ready. or not. And I no, was so worried. No. no. <laughs> oh man, that'd be terrifying. It's like you sit down and and Machiba's like, "Oh yeah, I I you get the I, I you get the twenty you, you get the twenty page long mahjong tutorial." <laughs> it just sends you to a YouTube channel called it's like a niche mahjong YouTuber that it just shows you all of his videos and makes you learn. Jesus. I like the idea that Majima's like, yeah, I, 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 of course I, I know how to play mahjong. Of course, I mean, who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't know how to play mahjong in this day and age? Um, so thankfully the game uh, doesn't force you to play mahjong. <laughs> um, thankfully. but thank, thankfully, it says it says if you want to finish Yakuza Zero, you have to beat Lee in a game of mahjong. And that's why Yakuza that's... Zero is better than Yakuza Two or Kiwami Two. Yeah. It, uh, and this is, uh, unfortunately, listeners, this is where the podcast ends, because I'm never playing Mahjong. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so, 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 uh, Majima is basically trying to get out of, anyone he can, trying to find out why these people are after Makoto, who seemingly, you know, it's just some random lady who hasn't done anything in her life. Um, he brings up the bat tattoo guy, and Lee says, oh, this has nothing to do with him. That's like, this is, this is, that guy was small time. Um... Uh, did we did we mention that the doctor shows back up with a bunch of guys with broadswords to kill Majima? Oh, that fight was like three seconds long, so I kind of forgot about that even happening. Yeah, yeah the doctor that, comes that in. That happens. He just has like a bunch of guys with like comical scimitars, and he's just like, "Time to die." And then yeah, Majima does I was mostly cool just break. disappointed by this fight because I couldn't use one of my favorite heat actions because the swords aren't technically swords. I think they're technically daggers. By the game's classifications, so you can't do the sword counter that Breaker Style has. There's a Breaker, there's a Breaker Style sword counter. Yeah, do you not know it? No. Where he catches the sword in his teeth. What? (laughs) Okay, can we real quickly while we're while we're on the subject of heat moves and specifically heat moves that involve teeth? Um, there's another horrible one that I just rediscovered today, mm-hmm. which is where Majima, uh, sticks his baseball bat in the guy's mouth and then kicks it up. Oh with yeah. His I foot, love that one. Which would just like destroy all your teeth and probably just kill you. Yeah. I uh, wanted to mention that one too, because I like it a lot. It's really good. It's a, it's one of those ones that like, uh, that is good, but also, geez, I hate, I just, bleh, ugh, ah. yeah. Why don't we also talk about the, uh, uh, essence of pliers teeth no <laughs> <laughs> i refuse so 
um, Majima kicks everyone's ass, and then he uh, says, okay, tell me about this guy with the bat. And then Lee's like, oh, did, uh, did Makoto not tell you? It's about her. It's about the reason that she went blind. So apparently, two years ago, um, Makoto came to Osaka at age 18, and she worked as a live-in hostess, mm-hmm. which is a kind of job that makes you uh, extremely easy mark for some very, very bad people. So basically, uh, someone, like, got her and caught her and, like, kidnapped her and then sold her into, uh, basically the slave trade. Yeah. Um, and the tr- experience was so traumatic that she went blind, which I believe is actually a real thing that can happen. It's not like one yeah. of those, uh, Hirohiko Araki made it up, he read it on a Snapple Yeah, no, said, it's not, like, it's not like, uh, you know, Prince Andrew saying that he couldn't sweat anymore because of his time in the Falklands. This is a real, actual, like, thing that can happen. He says he can't human. sweat anymore because he's a lizard, um... <laughs> <laughs> which He's is what i actually he well yeah well when a lizard spends time in the falklands they can't sweat anymore so that makes a lot of sense um so the last thing that makoto saw before she went blind was the tattoo of a bat on the guy's arm who kidnapped her mm-hmm. so the very a very uh you know disturbing a traumatic experience and good old majima our friend and uh you know emotionally intelligent man just says damn dude that story's a real kick in the dick yeah. Thanks, Majima. Damn, that's fucked up, man. I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the words that you need to hear are not the words you expect. And I think this is really, this is what it would take for, uh, you know, that's our step one on Makoto's sort of path to uh, recovery. Is him telling her that that sounds like a kick in the dick. Uh, Lee says that there is, there's one way out for all three of them, but they have to work together. Uh, he's he's going to, like, go and gather some information first. Uh, and he want he just wants Majime to take care of Makoto for now. Yeah, he says, "About to head out. Gonna go. Gonna go to the Don Quixote. Do you want anything? I'll meet you up. Meet up with you later. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, you go. You go spend time with Makoto, and uh, definitely go straight there. And don't do don't do you know don't do any funny business. No 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 silly stuff on the way. Okay. No silly um, stuff. Just just go straight there. No drug testing." Nothing no, like that. So anyways, no do you think playing? this would be yeah. a good time for our side stories? Yeah, so Machima listens to what what um what Lee says. He says, I know there's like a terrified blind woman who is relying on me right now, but I think it'd be really funny if I uh if I just kinda <laughs> wandered around town for a bit instead. Just for a larf. Um let's see. You st- you went you went before me last time, I think. Or no, no, no. You you did yours, so you start this week. Okay. I did sub story number sixty two. The 10 million yen drug test. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in in the back alley, like right next to Mahjong Jambalaya, where Areshi and his crew hang out. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about Areshi. It's been a while. I haven't, I haven't gone to see him yet. Yeah. There's a, there's a really shittily drawn poster advertising like uh, clinical drug trials. Uh, and whoever volunteers will be compensated 10 million yen. Holy smokes. That's not bad. Yeah, not a bad amount of money for a man that's who... Like, that's like one... That's like one-fiftieth of Mr. Shakedown. Yeah, so, you know, I've only got, like, 500 million yen right now, so I'm like, yeah, let's go do that. Um, the, the poster tells you to go to Ashitaba Park. So you go there, you meet the guy, and he's like, hmm, you're a pretty fine specimen. You know, uh, we, we, ha- we get a lot of applicants, but... Uh, most of them don't meet the the rigorous physical requirements to do this. Uh, 
So we have to turn most of them away. But you, you are you're, you're an Adonis. You're a god among men. You could do this, no problem. Um, but also, uh, these things aren't really all that official. Uh, kind of under the table. So don't don't tell anyone about it. We are gonna have you sign a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, and all that. This so sounds so. This sounds so. Can I just say, as a person who you know has lived on on Earth for a while. This sounds so good, and I think if this happened to me, I would be really excited about it. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars, dude. I wouldn't turn it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. What's the, the worst that could happen? What's absolutely what is the worst that could happen? Yeah, so you go inside, and they, uh, and Majima's like, eh, I don't know about this, but the dude's like, come on, man, these drugs could save lives. These could, this could save the lives of like children all over the world, and you don't want that. And Majima's just like, eh, all right. He signs the NDA, he signs a waiver, uh, so now if he dies, there's nothing he can do. Um, Did we ever mention that Majima's not in the other games because he died during a uh, <laughs> below-the-table drug test? Yeah, um, so they go to a, they, they go to a, a, a big-ass room to do the, these tests in, uh, and a couple guys in lab coats walk in, and they will be admis- admis- administering the drugs to our friend Majima. Uh, so, first up is a drug... They called they call fatigue free hexine. Now, what this is supposed to do is make you feel really pumped up. You're just you're just gonna feel really energetic all the time, and you won't feel fatigued at all. So Majima takes the pill, uh, and the way they're going to test it is they're going to have him fight a bunch of goons. <laughs> what so else si- would they do? What yeah. Else so they- so uh, six guys walk in, and they're like, "All right, as soon as that pill kicks in, we're gonna have you fight him." Uh, and the pill kicks in, and uh, Majima feels like shit. He 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 can feel the life draining out of his body. He he feels fatigued immediately. He's exhausted. Uh, but basically, what this means in gameplay terms is uh, your HP is draining pretty rapidly. Jeez. Uh, so you need to beat up these guys within a certain amount of time, or you're gonna die. <laughs> uh, so you you beat them up. Uh, and they they give you a, a healing potion to fill your health back up, thankfully, in between all these fights. And they're like, oh, well, that sucks. Anyways, here's the next drug. Uh, this one's called, uh, Concentrion. It's gonna, it's gonna make you really able to concentrate and focus. You, you'll feel like you're, you know, everyone else is standing still. It'll be so cool. It sounds like the Limitless Pill, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he says, he says... Here, this is a new drug we're testing. It's called AD9. That's a joke. That's a joke that that will it is going to hang in the air for like two years. It's going to hang in the air for like two to three years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this one definitely did remind me of that. um, The sub story. So uh, Majima takes it. The goons walk back in. They're in tip top shape. They got the health potion too. Uh, and Majima, uh, can't concentrate on anything. He's suddenly very bored and disinterested with everything that's going on, but he's going to fight these guys nonetheless. Uh, and what this means, his lack of focus, the game randomly switches you between your three fighting styles. Uh, so, oh, it's like the worst part of Bioshock. Remember that? Oh my God. That part no, sucks. I never played Bioshock. Anyway, oh, there's a part where there's a part where it just like randomly forces you to use one one plasmid. It's just garbage. I hate that fantastic. Game. 
Yeah, so, you know, you'll just be, like, mid-combo, and you'll switch from Breaker to Thug to Slugger to Slugger again to Slugger again, and then back to Breaker. Uh, Yeah, it can just swap you to the same one multiple times in a row. Uh, Also, just a quick note, apparently if you do this before you unlock Breaker Style, it will still swap you to Breaker Style. (laughs) Majima is so unfocused that he decided that instead of fighting, he'd learn how to break dance. Yeah, Uh, you beat him up. You get another health potion, and they're like, oh, well, that one's a bust, too. Well, there's just one more before you get your 10 million yen, right? Uh, and they give you the last drug. It's called Vision Improvaxin. <laughs> I wonder uh, what it does. Yeah, Majima's not very impressed by the names, either. But basically, what this one does is it's supposed to make you see better. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Majima, Majima's had trouble with his depth perception since he's yeah, missing an eyeball. <laughs> it'll make your vision so sharp, so clean, so crisp. Uh, and, uh, you you can see it coming by now. It doesn't, it does the exact opposite of that, and it makes the edges of your screen really dark and cloudy, which isn't really too much of a hindrance, to be honest. So you beat up the guys again. Um, I wish it kind of, I wish it, like, hid your HUD from you, but it doesn't do that. It'd be pretty cool if it did. Um, That would be pretty fun. Uh, and he gets his 10 million yen, and they're like, yeah, thank you, Majima. Uh, Majima's... Like, yeah, well, you know, if this helped advance the cause of medicine and maybe could save some lives down the road, that's, yeah, I'm not too bummed about this. And they're like, no, uh, none of these drugs will ever see the light of day. Sorry. Bye. But if you if you want to help us test out some more drugs, you know, we'll call you up, bud. Uh, and then you leave. And that's the end of the substory. See, I thought it was really funny how Kiryu has a substory where they say, um, there's a person in this building who's doing a drug test and we need you to fight him. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Um, my substory, and I never write down the numbers, so I'm very sorry, um, is called A Man with a Stranger's Face. So we're back Ooh. in the park, the park that I can't remember the name of, my bad. Ashitaba Park. Ashitaba Park, good job. Um, there's a family, there's a mom and a little boy, and he's just kind of staring at a baseball, and then at the other end of the park is this, just a strange man who's staring at the kid, and he's just like... He's just like, ooh, this child. Um, the boy asks Majima to, to throw the ball back to him. And then uh, the, the strange and not at all suspicious man is like, excuse me, could I, could I, could I throw the ball? Um, but Majima has already thrown it. And the guy's like, oh, okay. Um, Majima says like, uh, why did you want to throw the ball so bad? You're making me feel guilty, dude. Uh, and he says, oh, well, you see, uh, I just wanted to play catch with that kid. Um the the uh woman the mother comes up and thanks majima for giving the kid the ball back and the boy uh, thanks him too and then majima's like if you keep throwing the ball like that you'll be a pro in no time see you later um and then the strange man says that it would be okay to tell majima the 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 secret information because he's has no involvement in his wife uh his life those those people are his family they're his wife and son and the reason they don't recognize it is because his face was completely surgically altered six months ago, um, because of some hmm, yakuza. Six months ago. Six months ago, um, there was some yakuza-related serious trouble. Um, his name is now Keigo Akatani, because the former him is is uh, is legally dead, and he wouldn't even tell you his real name. Um, oh, there's a. By the way, that number six months ago has got the gear spinning in my head as to who this person could be. I don't know if it means anything. Um, seriously, I don't. Um, 
<laughs> There's literally no one in the world who would ever recognize him. And he's been going through it so bad. He said that that basically, you know, his whole family is gone. He can't see them. He, no one knows who he is. And he thinks of, often thinks about just ending his life because he's so miserable. But instead, what? he just stands in the park all day and watches them from afar. Um, and Majima's like, Not well, why that afar. He stands, he stands in the park and watches them from several feet away every day. And uh, Majima says, well, why don't you just tell them, you idiot? Just talk to them. And then he says... He says, I like, he says, uh, he says the reasons in, like, reverse order, which he's like, well, <laughs> first of all, I, I don't think they would believe me if I was, if I told them I was, I was the dad. I don't think they'd believe that. Um, and I'm worried they wouldn't accept my new face either. And also, you know, I'm currently pretty deep in the underworld and me knowing that might put their lives at risk. <laughs> but that's, that's like a, that's kind of a, you know, just a afterthought for me. I'm more worried that they'll be like. Oh, well, you know, you've proved that you're my husband, but I don't don't like that face. That one's looking a little weird. Mm, Um, You're not nearly as hot as my husband was. Yeah, he used to be way hotter. Um, And then then the little boy agrees. He's like, yeah, my dad used to be so hot, and you're not hot anymore. Um, Akatani says that uh, Majima's the first guy he's spoken openly and honestly about this uh, ever since his face was changed, and uh, he may call him up again sometime. Um... I would go. I just went out to play some poker, uh, won some money just to pass the time, and I come back and Akatani. Oh yeah, you uh, definitely won money playing poker. I did. I did. I played high stakes poker and I won one hand and it won me six thousand chips. So shut up. Get How out. How much of here. is that worth? I don't know. I, I some. I think I made like four million yen. Oh wow. Um, so not what as a, much as one. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing it to pass the time. Get off my back. Um. So I return to Akatani. He's standing close again um he's his son is there just kind of staring at the wall but the the wife is gone um so they go up to he he, majima pushes akatani to go speak to the the boy um who is watching ants he's just like wow i'm watching some ants these are great and then majima says is it fun and then he says not really (laughs) um and then I, mean, I love this. Yeah, th- th- that's pretty accurate to little kids. I think it's really funny when Majima is like pushing uh, Akatani to go talk to the kid. He says it shouldn't matter if he plays with a total stranger. <laughs> and then when you go up to them, you can say like, you can say one of three things. You can say, um, "How are you doing, Yusuke?" Which makes no sense because you don't know his name yet, or like y- he sh- he wouldn't know that you know his name. Mm-hmm. You can say what you up to, which is the right answer, and then you can just say, "Hey, do you want some candy?" And I'm just like Majima. <laughs> Stranger hey, danger. kid, you want to see a real gun? <laughs> Majima, he's like, hey, kid, you want to see something fucked up? Check this out. It's my knife. I was going <laughs> to kill a person with this like a few hours ago. Um, but I decided so not to because I'm I decided baby. not to I'm because I have conscience. Um, check this out. I almost killed 18 people one time. So um, Yus- Yusuke says, uh, that's the boy's name. Yusuke's like, my dad used to play with me. He used to watch Ants, uh, the movie, with me. It's not at all like a bug's life. And uh, and then he's like, do you miss your dad? And Yusuke's, the- oh, that's what Akatani says. He's like, do you miss your dad? And and the boy's like, yeah, I miss him a lot. Great. Um, and Majima thinks, wow, this guy totally is his dad. He's speaking just like a dad. Um, Yusuke goes to meet with his mom. Uh, and Akatani once again thanks Majima for sort of pushing him to connect with the sun a little bit. And as they're leaving, there's some Yakuza-looking guys who kind of kind of regard Akatani. Majima asks if they have any business with him, and they kind of walk away. Later, we come back to the park. Yusuke's mom is there, but this time Yusuke's missing. 
Um, oh no! She, yeah, she says that some like some some uh, she showed up. He's gone. Uh, but she noticed that his his uh, baseball is sitting on the floor, so she knows he's here. And Machima says he'll keep an eye out. Um, if you just walk literally like twenty feet around the corner, he's just standing there waiting for you. So that's great. Um, oh. apparently some, some, uh, scary looking Yakuza guys came to take him. They were calling him Akatani's brat. Uh-oh. Majima says, uh, sends Yusuke to back to his mom and goes to talk to Akatani, who's once again standing several feet away within earshot of his family. Um, this time the Yakuza approach them. He says that they've, uh, they've kidnapped his wife. They have her hostage right over there. Um, and they're actually not after whoever Akatani was, they're after who Akatani is now, which is seemingly some kind of lone wolf hitman kind of guy. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's like, they're like, you're ruthless. You have, uh, you have no ties, no weaknesses. We were wondering how we could get to you, but now we found out that you're interested in this family. And, uh, Akatani says, he says like, uh, he says, I don't know who you are but I want you to leave that woman alone. So they throw a knife at his feet and they say, if you kill yourself right now on the spot, we won't hurt your, these, these people. And Akatani thinks about it for a second because he said earlier that he had nothing to live for anymore without his family. But then Majima interrupts and he frees the woman. He like kicks the guy down and, and uh, the wife runs away. Um, and then he says, Akatani, you go protect your family. I'll, I'll beat their asses. Um, and he, then he beats their asses. <laughs> um, I do love as after they, uh, after they, they, uh, after he does that, Akatani looks at the thugs and he says, uh, if you ever touch another innocent civilian again, I will find you and I will end you. <laughs> um, that's pretty fun. Okay. So Majima says, uh, he says, I don't get it. And then he says, wow, you really, uh, you're really menacing when you want to be. And he says, it helps in my line of work. Majima so says, he, you know, I saw the first Taken in theaters, and it was alright, but I never saw Taken 2 or 3, and they sound pretty dog shit. But, you know, the first one was... Uh, actually, I don't know, looking back, the first one, not as good as I thought it was back then, but, you know, it's still like a, a decent, dumb it was a, action it was a popcorn. Movie. It was a popcorn flick uh, starring Akatani as uh, as Mr. Taken. I don't know what his name is, I've never seen it. Um, so Akatani goes up to the woman, he says, I'll never show my face around these parts again, I'll leave and you'll never see me again, I'm sorry for bringing bother to your family, and then Yusuke's like, thank you for protecting me and my mom! And then, uh, he's Thank like, you, huh? mysterious Twainza! Thank you, mysterious Twango, Twainza! Um, he, he tells, uh, he tells the woman, he's like, Yuko, please take care of Yusuke, what? Oh, 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 um, and then, she's like, huh? And then, as he leaves, he, uh, he thanks Majima for help. And guess what? I didn't know that this was what I was going to get for the sub-story, but this is perfect. He gives you Sakura Storm. Oh, nice. The legendary blade. So in every Yakuza game, you can get a uh, sword called Sakura Storm that makes uh, basically magic uh, cherry blossom petals fly around when you use it. Didn't mm. know that was what I'd get for this, but I totally am going to use it as an opportunity to talk about it. So that's a good. That's good. It's fun for boss fights. Um then as as he's leaving to bid farewell to this family one last time, Yusuke's like, do I know him? Oh, and then he looks at the ball and he goes, dad, mister, because he thinks that he just for a second, he thinks that that guy is his dad uh, for some reason. And then he says, let's play catch sometime. And then Akatani says, wow, that would be great. And that's the end of the sub story. 
Anyways, I have to go kill someone for money. I have to go kill Bye. someone for money. I'm looking for a woman named Makoto Makimura. Have you <gasps> seen her, Majima? Um, sorry, let's get back to Makoto. I bet she's wondering where we went. Yeah, so uh, after all of our shenanigans, we get back to the warehouse, and Makoto's in there. She's crying. She's like, Majima, what have you been doing? Have you been Majima. doing drug tests again? Majima, you seem like you've had several experiences without me. What are you doing? Um, she asks where Lee is, and Lee's fine. It's good. He's, he, he, Thankfully, he says, we can say with confidence uh, that Lee is fine now. <laughs> Lee is thriving, okay? He's having a great time. He's doing the best he's ever been, um, which Makoto loves to hear. She says, wow, I'm glad. I saw, I, I heard, I thought he got shot several times. Um, there was more of a, a, a it was more like, at, at the point of uh, where we last saw Lee, it was more like there was a, a Lee-shaped hole in a bunch of bullets mm. so i'm glad to know that lee is is doing all right yeah they reassembled him pretty good so yeah they, good. they stuck him back together in the mahjong center um she he he explains that uh that you know he heard what happened to her and uh he says wow you you've uh you've had it rough for a long time but i guess things aren't much better now um and then he says something i thought was pretty baffling which he says uh he says, like, I guess it's good that it's not the guy with the bat gunning for you, which I think is really funny because he's saying uh, instead of that one guy that you've spent your life living in fear from, you're now living in fear from several other guys. And that's yeah. good. I get, that's good. Takes it takes it off your mind, doesn't it? Mm hmm. Sometimes it's a, it's a cope to let other hitmen try to kill you. Uh, she doesn't see the bright side on all of this. And she, <laughs> she doesn't weeping. like it. Yeah, she's but- <laughs> crying pretty openly right now mashima is like mashima is like big dumbass he's like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to make you sad uh if it makes you feel any better i uh i just had a bad medical test experience and i lost my vision too <laughs> he does more he, that's a joke he, well he said he says he's yeah it was a joke he says he's lo- he's missing an eye so he he uh he was locked up for a few years, and he had some some kind of twisted experiences that lost him one of his eyes. But he can still mm-hmm. see, so he's better off than she is. Yeah, and he's like, well, As, and that's his that's his own words, by the way. Yeah, he says, "Well, uh, I guess that didn't really make you feel much better, huh? You'd probably feel at least a little bit better with some food in your stomach. You haven't eaten, you know, since before uh, you tried to you were kidnapped. So." That's true. Uh, you want some it's food? Hungry, I'm, I'm about to time. head out. And she says... I'm going to McDonald's. You want anything? And she says, uh, please get me some McTakoyaki. <laughs> uh, so you head she out. Says, she says, please get me some. And then uh, the actress in perfect English says, uh, donuts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, a donut. I know what that is. Are these, are these, uh, uh, what are those? Are these uh, Dunkin' Donuts munchkins? great can you get me some timbits can can you get me some donut holes from the the donut hole stand with an octopus on the front of it so uh i we go to get some takoyaki i'll I'll tell you this uh miss you know who else was in line for takoyaki who uh mr shakedown oh shit (laughs) he was just standing right there and i had to very yeah i had to evade him a lot in he this was chapter for some he reason. was like he was like my player too like I think he has <laughs> he's has his own sort of inner life going on where he's also trying to find the man with the bat and like he's got his own cabaret club that he's running on the side <laughs> that 
That's when they make another Yakuza Zero uh, sequel. That's gonna be about you play as Mister Shakedown. There, there um, were se- there were several times where I ended up attracting his attention, but managed to like shake him off at the last second by like talking to someone or like yeah, going into or, a like, building or something. Running into yeah, you go into a karaoke and he's just sitting there ready to sing he's just like ah majima i've been waiting for you majima you're right on time i was about to sing along to rouge of love (laughs) okay so we get the takoyaki um and we take it back to makoto uh she seems to have calmed down she says she says like i've calmed down now i'm just very hungry please give me my donut holes um and then she asks how majima lost his eye I thought this was kind of weird writing here because um, earlier Majima explained that he was like tortured and locked up for two years. But then when she asks how he lost his eye, he just said he was he lost it in a terrible accident. Yeah, he's just like, oh, it was it was an accident. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And she, and Makoto, the, the, the only yeah. the only thing I regret about it is that it ruined my handsome face. Makoto uh, miss like miss empathy is like, wow, that sucks. That's so sad. I feel really bad for you. And, and he's like, well, 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 like, I can still see. And then she says, well, the doctors say that my vision will come back one day. It's just a matter of when. Um, and and then when he possible says... possible that it could come back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when, when he says that it ruined his handsome face, so she's like, oh, so you're handsome. I'll believe it when I see it later in the game. Ha ha, just kidding. Um, and then he's just like, damn, wish... <laughs> Majima is such an asshole here. He's like... Damn, wish you could see so you could get a look at my handsome face. Well, I guess he, it, he, he says, like, well, yeah, I used to be handsome before I lost this eye. I wish I could show it to you, but, well, hey, Argyle, I, I'm not I used handsome to be, anymore, and also you're be, blind. I used to be handsome like you, and then I took a I took a Shimano to the eye. <laughs> no, it wasn't Shimano that poked his eye out, so that doesn't oh, make Oh, that's right, sense. it was, a, I'm sorry. It was, an, it was, it was just, just some, some goon. It was just some guy. It's kind of funny that just some guy made Majima lose his eye. Yeah, some random some guy, just some guy. Um, so she she kind of starts laughing, uh, and he's just trying to like do whatever he can to to sort of cheer her up. I like I like the scenes between Masha yeah, and this, Makoto. Yeah, the, the, there's They're a cute. good few scenes with these two. So like he sees that she's like wearing a watch, and he says, "I like Majima because he 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 cannot fathom the idea of like a blind person wearing a watch for any reason, like whether or not it was a gift." Or it's a sentimental object. He's like, "That's a nice watch. Weird that you can you're wearing it because you can't read it." And it's like Majima. She says, "Well, it's a pretty cute watch." And he's like, "Well, how can you tell? You're blind." Yeah, Majima. That's like asking a, why a blind person would wear a tie. What, why are you wearing clothes, see... Makoto? You can't even see them. What? We can't even see what you're wearing, Makoto. Why would you? Why would you ever put any effort into anything? Um. So she. Yeah. That's that's weird, Majima. I guess Majima has never met a blind person before. Uh, and she did still keep it around. She liked the chime from it. Yeah, it has but a little also, music box in it. Uh, also that's broken. Yeah. <laughs> so she does. She has. She had it of a memento from when her life was still normal. So you know, kind of an asshole thing to do there, Majima. Yeah. Um, but she takes it off and she's like, oh, you know, I should, I should face, you know, life as it is instead of. She says, "Wow, Majima, you're right. I can't see this. Might, might as well just throw it in the garbage." <laughs> <laughs> then Majima's like, wait, 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 wait. No, I mean, I mean, if it means something to you, you don't have to take it off. And she's like, no, no, Majima, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I can't, there's no, there's only one reason I would ever own a watch, and it's so I can tell the time. So I'll just throw it right in the trash. And he's like, God. So yeah, she takes it off and she just puts it on the, the table, and Majima like discreetly pockets it. 
Mm-hmm. He says, this'll, this'll fetch a great price at Ebisu Pond. <laughs> hmm, this looks like a Lamarche design. <laughs> this is a Lamarche original. Um, what happens? Oh, yeah. Uh, so she says that she doesn't need it anymore, um, and she's going to try to be strong and hope that one day she'll uh, her life will return to normalcy. Hopefully. Um... What's next? Uh, oh yeah, Majima yeah. asks Makoto if she knows who so- Sagawa is. She doesn't. <laughs> that was a weird question. And she's like, "Have you ever heard of Sagawa of the Omi Alliance?" And she's like, "I don't even know what either of those words." What's mean. the Omi Alliance? Like, What's the Omi Alliance, Majima? She doesn't know his name. What am I talking about? And then she just says, "He's like, gotcha, interesting." Um, hmm. So that does tells the thinking him, emoji. Yeah, that tells him that uh, that like. Well, if, if she doesn't know Sagawa personally, then that must mean that Sagawa isn't doing this for any personal reason, that he's doing this on someone's orders. And then for, like, the fifth time, he's just like, do you know why the Yakuza are after you? And she's like, no, I have no clue. <laughs> How many times, Majima? Well, come on, you told me about your watch and everything, and you still don't yeah, know now, why the Yakuza are after you? Now you should know. It probably has something to do with the watch. Yeah. Realistically, it's the watch. Um... And then he explains that I have no idea why Machima tells her this. He's like, um, "Yeah, by the way, if I if I kill you, Sagawa will let me uh, get back into the Tojo Clan." And she's like, "What's the Tojo Clan?" Don't worry she's about like, it, Ma- Majima. Why are you doing this? He has no emotional intelligence. He's got the emotional intelligence of a teaspoon. He's just like, "Yeah, I know you're like distraught and traumatized, and your whole life just got." just got completely fucked up for seemingly no reason i just want to let you know personally that like my life would be better if i killed you and that would uh, achieve the goal that i had been aiming for just to let you know just to help you sleep at night goodbye yeah so majima walks out and uh, it's about time he got back to the grand but first he is going to take a trip to go see a cabaret club like yamagata uh, recommended to him yeah yamagata like pokes his head out of odyssey and he's like no, hey you, you went to go see a cabaret club yet <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, we gotta. We hey, gotta Majima, talk about you it. finished with us, errands? So Majima goes to a place. I forget what the name of the like district is, but he's just like, I'm gonna go here because I thought it's, I saw a cabaret club there. It's kind of by the park. It's like yeah, right by the park. yeah. Uh, he goes there, and the manager is standing outside. His name is Yoda, and Yoda, 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 ooh, Yoda, Majima, cabaret club you're managing i'm gonna call him yuda just so we don't make that joke again um i think it's i think re, uh, if it was japanese it'd be yoda like like a long but you can yoda? call him yoda it's like because it's y-o-u-d-a it's like yoda yeah. but mm-hmm. you can call him yoda. yoda okay anyways the manager yoda is standing outside and he says hey come on in to my club it's called club sunshine uh i can hook you up with our number one girl right now right number now one. come on just come on in number one um so yeah, you go on in, and the club is absolutely dead inside. There's nobody. It's completely you're the, ol- you're you're the like, only you're customer. Like, Machima's like, I thought Yamagata told me this was like the next big thing. Is this guy fucking with me? Is he like, <laughs> Majima, you gotta go turn turn your club into a cabaret uh, club, and that's gonna really send your business soaring. Goes there, it's just completely dead. She's like, fucking hmm. Yamagata. Just wasting my time. Um... Oh, the but, number but one don't girl worry, shows don't worry, up. walking erection is thrusting in the corner, because he's just, there's one for every club, obviously. Mm. Yeah, if you don't hire one, then what, what kind of club are you, to be honest? 
So uh, the alleged number one girl, Yuki, uh, shows up and she's she's very nervous. She's kind of plain looking. Uh, she doesn't she can't really hold a conversation or anything. And Majima's like, "You're really the number one girl. <laughs> you suck." And she she says, "Yeah, I, I mean, I'm technically the number one girl. There's only three of us left, so I'm the best one of the three of us." I tried. Uh, Cut me some slack. Yeah, see, the thing is, the, this club used to be really popular until the, the five stars of Sotenbori came into town. Oh, this sounds like something we've... This sounds familiar. I don't know. The five... The five somethings? Okay. Now yeah, you've got the my five attention. stars. They run the five most popular uh, cabaret clubs in town, and they've muscled out all the other competition. Uh, There's through, five like, clubs. There's the Leisure Club... The pleasure club? No, the no. Gambling club? Don't be, don't be, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. It's. I'm sorry. They're, they're named after planets. It's oh, Club Mars. Okay. Okay. There's Club Jupiter. There's Club Mercury. Club Venus and Club Moon. Do they like? Tra- do they like transform and then fight monsters or something? I hope so. Um. So they they, they drove all the other competition out of town uh, using underhand attack net tactics you know harassment and things like that uh and as you're talking about this you hear yoda from the entrance yelling about he's tired of being harassed uh there's there's a pudgy man in a red suit who's like "Mm, yoda what do you mean harassment you you have no proof that i've been harassing you that my men have been harassing you except for me just kind of obliquely referencing it uh, and we, it's revealed to us that this is the owner of Club Mars. His name is Hino. Um, they do exposition for a bit. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Hino walks out. Majima walks up to Yoda and is like, what, what the heck's going on? Um, and Yoda kind of lays out what the deal with the five stars is. They they want to have a monopoly over the entire like cabaret club industry in the town. Uh, and they, they eventually even want to take on, like, the full cabarets, like the Grand and Odyssey and stuff. Oh, so they dear. want to take those down, too. Not the not the big box cabarets. Oh, no. Uh, oh, also, Hino did threaten Yoda's family on his way out. I forgot to mention that. He's like, hmm, how's your daughter doing? I hear she's living in Tokyo these days. You have that, you have that wife, your, the, your new wife, uh, Yuko, and your stepson, Yusuke? Well, it'd be a shame <laughs> if something were to happen to them. It'd be a shame if something were to happen to your face. <laughs> um, and Majima's like, alright, well, I'll help you out. We can take the fight to these five stars, uh, both because I don't like to see them muscling in on the little guy, and also because it's in my self-interest. I don't want them, like, competing with the Grand. Um, Yoda immediately makes him manager. He's like, whoa. Wait, you're, you're, the, you, you're the manager you're, you're, of the Capri... What? Yeah, you're the Lord of the Night. You're the the genius that runs the Grand. Yeah, dude, you can. Yeah, you can be the manager here right now. Do it. Well, man. this is good. Be- this is good for for him because like Majima, you know, the thing about the five stars is they're using all those underhanded tactics, and Majima would never. He's a very honorable. He would mm-hmm. never, you know, sneak into your club and then try to poach your number one girl and like gather intel on you. He wouldn't do mm-hmm. that. So that's good. This is good that they've done this. Yeah, so then you learn uh, kind of the ins and outs of the job. Uh, oh, this is going to take a while. So it, Describe it in the simplest terms possible. So, you, yeah, you, you assign... You, you, uh, oh, we should you, say this is called Cabaret Club Tsar. I wanna be a girl. 
Uh, so y- you assign a roster of girls from... Y- you re- recruit them through a variety of means, either off the street or through sub-stories or just by spending completion points. Um, and then you you open for the day and you get uh, customers and you match them up with the girls. The more they have different stats and different customers have different preferences. So the, the better the girl stats in are in their preferred areas, the more satisfied they'll be and the more money they'll spend. So as they are uh, having their time, occasionally the girls will call for help. Uh, and you'll need to like they'll give you a hand signal that you'll need to figure out some of them are easy like they'll just do like opening a menu yeah they'll be like unfolding their hands so it's like obviously that's the menu hand signal but then some of them are like doing like whole like if they tell do like do like the hang tin symbol but then like Turn it so that your thumb and pinky are facing downward. Ashtray. I remember that. That's ashtray. No, that's refill the ice. Oh, no, um, right. Ashtray is dumping. It's dump the ashtray. Uh, big L. Like, uh, take the L. That means to refill the guest's glass. But if they do yes. a little, like a little sign, like if this they, big, yeah. if they're that like, means yeah, refill this their big. glass. Yes. And that gives you good points. That gives you good boy points. That gives yeah, you and if you do it, you, you get good boy points, you get a bonus order so that you get more money out of that table, and also the girl regains some health, because they do have HP that drains over time, and that'll diminish This is stats. a metaphor for how working a working in a capitalist system kills you slowly. Yeah. But it's fine, because you can refill it by being a good manager and giving them gifts and things. So, I don't know. Here. It's not too bad. Take big Lego. This will heal your body. Yeah, and then eventually their session will end. You have a variety of options there, too. The only good one is uh, the option to extend their session, uh, because the other ones are all worthless. And once you end the day... Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Are you not given, are you not given expensive gifts, gifts, then? Not to the customers. You gotta give the expensive gifts. Fuck that. That makes, your, no. that makes your follower count go up. I don't that care. Means... I can get fans by just doing the normal... <laughs> stuff but you gotta get the most subscribers no how else are you gonna become an affiliate no um so yeah uh and then depending on how you well you do at the end of the day you i mean obviously you get more money but it also makes your fan count go up in whatever region you're working in and the fan count basically just like increases how busy you'll be for a day so you'll you'll get significantly more customers if you have like 500 if you have like 2000 fans over if you have 500 fans for instance the other thing uh, is that um can i chime in yeah go ahead the uh the fan count i believe also impacts your clientele or that might no that's the district you're working in so when you open you like select the district and that influences what um clientele come in um mm-hmm. which uh you know they all wear their their socioeconomic status name tag so it's like hi i'm poor i'm wearing garbage bag and then like Hi, I'm, I'm average. I'm average. I'm wearing normal clothes. And then it's like, hi, isn't there one step above rich? There's like rich and then there's like... There's rich and mega rich. Mega rich. And mega rich, he's just wearing like a solid gold kimono or something. Whatever <laughs> rich people like. Um, but those. But the thing is, is that much too much like real life, the richer you are, the shitty you are, the more shittier uh, you are. And that makes their demands way harder to meet. And they're just yeah. so... They're not happy. Nothing makes them happy, except for, like, the perfect girl, so... 
Yeah, there are different ranks of girls, too. You've got bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Uh, Platinums are only acquired through doing the cabaret and conquering the different districts. Platinums uh, those are, are ones that uh, they, they can do the whole fight without taking any damage and do it in a certain yeah, time. Yeah, they're pure platinum. They're pure platinum. Um, and it also means that you can dress them up. You can dress them up. You get a variety of clothes and makeup options that will modify their stats in different this ways. This game has a very comprehensive dress-up, makeup, jewelry, perfume system that yeah, you can really sink your teeth into. It's very comprehensive. Yeah, you can put your girl in like bunny ears and big goofy glasses if you want. You can put them in a sexy dress. With you can do you their know. nails. You can yeah, do their lipstick in a variety of patterns. They and it have, doesn't you know, matter at the end of the blush, day. Blush, eyeshadow. Most of these don't affect stats. It's basically just like a few of the clothing. It's options clothes will affect and jewelry, stats. and then you, if yeah. you just, and and also when you look at the the, I mean, this mini game is you're looking at the club from like a a top perspective, so you can even, barely even see it on the girls. So. It yeah, it, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's just for the people who really want to sink their teeth into a comprehensive makeup s- system. It also does have a banging song while you're doing that, which it we does. have been playing yeah. through this. You're you're part. listening to it right now. Yeah, unless I unless it already ended by the time we got to this <laughs> point. Oops. Yeah, uh, platinum hostesses also have the option to train them, which basically launches launches you into like the dialogue mini game from like the other hostess clubs that you can that you when you don't manage them in the other games when you're just talking to them and you have an affection bar that you fill up and that just affects like how much experience they get from it because the girls can level up i forgot to explain this they can level up and that's based entirely off of how much money they make Um, as is in real life that's how we all level up yeah and that'll enhance their stats make them better so you want that and if you do the if you do enough trainings with the platinum girls, you get a little sub story where you because you like learn about their lives and their mm-hmm. backstories, and then you get to do like one little mini story about them, and then that like maxes them out. That's, but yeah, that's... You, yeah. Basically, the platinum hostesses are pretty much the best across the board. But it's going to take you a while to get those. You'll want to get like the ones that you get from completion points. Some of those are pretty good. Uh, there's also like the sub story ones some of those are extremely good and you really want to get those so you yeah. know uh and there's one more thing in that kind of like the real estate where you can buy up businesses you can also partner with businesses in the cabaret club czar where you just pay a fee and then you you get a, a chunk of fans which makes it non-mandatory at all because you can get that same amount of fans from just doing the thing enough but it does give you a nice boost so you can just do it faster Yep. Uh, and then eventually, to... once you get enough fans, you'll you'll battle the head club of that district. I forgot. And then to when you win, that. you get a so unlike uh, real estate royale, which you get a steady sort of cash flow the whole time. You don't make that much money from cabaret club czar, mm-hmm. but when you win, you get a huge payout. So yeah. like, um, that's what the incentive is. So you get less money now, but at the end of the day, you make not as much as Kiryu in the long run, but enough to like fill out all your levels by the end of the game. I think no, I wouldn't say one, all of them. Not all of them, but like all the good stuff. You can get pretty much everything you need. I think the last cabaret club gets you like ten billion yen or something like that. Mm-hmm. So good, good amount of money. Yeah, but not great. Not as good as Kiryu. Uh, yeah, anything but else then, about the cabaret then again, club? what is as good as Kiryu? Huh? That is true. Nothing is as good as Kiryu. 
Yeah, that's a, that's about it. We'll start going over that next week because I tried to I tried to do the first district this week and I fucked up at the very last part and I I didn't have time to redo it. Do you think the reason that Kiryu is the legendary dragon of Dojima later in the series that is like the unbeatable man is just because he made so much money in his twenties and he invested it all in himself and that's why he's so strong? Yes. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh, what's happens next? So, so we left the. Oh yeah, we have to go to. We have to go back to the grand now. I yeah. So you get to the grand. You go up to the the back room and the floor waiter, the floor manager, or whatever. He's like, "Oh, you got a call from uh Lisan from uh Hogushi Kaikon. Uh, he wants you to meet him there." Yeah, he says. Uh, or wait. He says, wait, 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 just a sec. Yep. Is that that's it? Right, yeah. No, it was that there's a, uh, the, the floor manager says there's a guy who wants to speak to you. He's this, uh. Okay. Yeah. There's a guy this, on the yeah. floor asking. He's not for Japanese. You. He's, he looks like he's Chinese and he's very short. He looks like a little man is what he says. Um, <laughs> yeah. He looks like a little guy, little guy. That's what it says. And then, yeah, it's, it's the funny doctor. He's there. He's loving it. Um, he's, he's having he, drinks and he says, Hey, manager son, hey. you're really cool. You're going to pay for all these drinks, right? Yeah. Um, Majima's not so happy to see him here. He thought Lee was going to come, but apparently Lee doesn't come to these kinds of places. He doesn't like mm-hmm. it. Um, he sent him in his stead, and he told him, Lee's messages. He tells Majima after he leaves here, he uh, is just going to head straight home. He's going to go straight to his house, and then Lee will meet him somewhere around there. He'll contact him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you leave. You go outside, and the goons from last night are back. He's got the, the the one guy who was like the ringleader of the goons that you throw in the river that we both throw mm-hmm. in the river. He just has like one comical band aid on his head. <laughs> yeah, he has a bandage right on his forehead. Like his grandma put it there, and like like this my my <laughs> he got a kiss. Yeah, he got he definitely got a kiss. And Majima's like, "What the shit, dude? You look so funny with that bandage on your head." And he's like, "It's like." Get fucked, dude! You're trying to take my coat. You're trying to take the girl from us. What are you? What are you even playing at? And Don't Majima's make fun like, of my Flintstones band-aid, motherfucker! I'm, my nana I'll gave it you, to me. I'll have you know that I love my grandma. She's a saintly woman, and I'll fuck with anyone. I'll kill you if you mess with her. I'll kill you if you have anything mean to say about my grand-grand. Um, Majima's like, dude, I don't. What your grandma? No, I just want to know about your. Uh, I just want to know why you're trying to kidnap that girl. Okay, I, I, that, no one has yet to inform me why everyone is trying to kidnap and or kill her. Um, and he then says, it's say, none of your business, I'm going to beat you up because you insulted my grandma. I brought uh, all my friends, and they, they all are bigger and stronger, and they come from the other school, and they brought their big I've pipes. Brought, I've brought all of my cousins, they all love our grandma, too. We're yeah, going to beat like, you up. We're going to beat you up. They all have pipes, and unfortunately, uh, sorry to disrespect this man's grandma, Majima does kick all of the cousins' asses. Um, <laughs> he, he does some breakdancing tricks and kicks them many, many times. Um... And then, you know, standing, he just sort of watching the whole time. It's, it's Sagawa. And he says, he says, oh my God. What's up, dude? He says, what's up? Nice moves. You learned to break dance since I last saw you. That's pretty cool. Oh man. I remember back in my day, I used to, we, we used to bust out the cardboard and I'd break dance like no tomorrow. Anyways, I, right, I, I drink a, a piping hot glass of piss and I'd go straight to the cardboard. Piss is the break dance fuel. He's like, he's like. Wow, Majima, those are some sweet moves. Is that why you haven't found Makoto Makimura yet? Is it because you learned to breakdance instead? <laughs> and Majima's like, oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, oh, and then Sakawa's like, you know, it's funny, uh, heard from my sources that you, uh, never went home last night. I, I, surely, I, I, I really thought, uh, um. 
And Majima says, uh, 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 I was at Gundara all night jacking off. Uh, yeah. Uh. I was, I was, I was baiting with my friend Kusei. <laughs> so Sagawa's like, Majima, have I taught you about, here, watch this PowerPoint. It's about the ABCs. It's about, <laughs> it's ABC stands for always be in contact. It's the number one rule of contract work. Now let yeah. me teach you the five H's. This is the, this is your number one step to, to on your road to middle management. Have you gone to the Yakuza? Have you gone to the Tojo Clan team building uh, event? Have you heard about the three R's, Majima? <laughs> it's uh, respect, responsibility, and uh, really big hits. And those are the three things that are going to get you. Those are going to get you real far in your Yakuza career. Um, so, if you need to, if you need to contact me, and then Majima says, "I'd sooner ask a telephone pole for help than come to you about my problems." <laughs> And then he's like, all right, Majima, remember, you have one more day, and then I'm killing you. Remember that? Don't forget. Don't forget. Makimura, remember? Don't worry about it. Later, Tiger. We'll see you later. Um, so, let's see. So, Majima goes home. Lee is there. He brought a grocery bag. It's full to the brim of snacks. Love it. Mm. Um, and he says he's got a little plan. Don't worry. Oh, he also says, Majima's like, how are you walking? He says, oh, don't you know the number one way? Doctors hate this. Doctors hate me. I found the number one weird way to remove all pain. It's to be in mortal danger at all times. <laughs> this one simple trick will dull your pain receptors. Uh, also, Lee walks up and he's like, yo, dude, there's a bunch of guys watching your apartment. What's up with that? Majima's like, I know. Also, they're on the roads in and out of town. They're my prison wardens. My life is hell. Sorry. Yeah, it's almost like I'm in a gilded cage or it's something like that. It's like a that. gilded cage. It's like Yakuza 0, they say. It's like Yakuza 0, Chapter 3, a gilded cage. Um, Lee's like, well, that's weird. Uh, Look, you need to go meet up with Bakoto. I've got a big secret plan. I could talk about it here, but uh, just kind of quietly. I could go into your house. It's fine. Don't worry. We're going to go on the circuitous circuitous route to makoto through a secret door that i have in my massage place don't worry about it um and then we'll meet with makoto and i'll tell you my big secret plan yeah so you do that you I go like... to hogushi kaikon <laughs> and you see a guy standing outside and you're like yeah that's definitely one of sagawa's guys ow my back i can't wait to get a big massage a Love big it. long massage at my favorite massage parlor hogushi i can't wait kaikon. to I can't wait to go inside Hogushi Kaikon and then never come out because I'm always going to be in there and you should never check for me anywhere else. All right. Yeah, that'll throw that guy off for like a few hours at least. I'll never figure it out. Uh, so you go inside, you find the secret passage and you come out like the, the back end right next to Club Sunshine. Yeah, uh, uh, you, there, you head to Yoda's the warehouse. There, he's like, this part is uh, that part with the secret passage is like really goofy. Like he. I don't know. It feels like they could have just been like, yeah, just go to the warehouse. Yeah, there's no challenge. There's no fight. There's no reason for it. There's no, like, mandatory stealth garbage. It's just, like, it makes you take a specific path go in through. I guess maybe it's because they need to establish the uh, the secret door. That you're being watched. That, and also the secret door, I think, comes back later. Yeah, that might be right. I think so. I mean, well, I mean, hey, we've still yet to learn the secret of Tachibana's stand, so... (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of things that'll have layout pay, pay, uh, pay off later in the game. Um, we get into the warehouse. Uh, hey, Lee, while I was going through that secret tunnel, I found this weird arrow with a beetle on it. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, it says that if I use it, I can turn the power off, but only for 10 seconds. That's so weird. Um, 
Makoto is just holding this blank envelope that Lee has just sort of he he's he made it there already and he just put it in her hands and then just left I guess just to sort of set up the drama um and Makoto's like this is for you it's from Lee it's a it's the pictures you took in that photo booth enjoy um but inside besides the the cute pictures of them in the photo booth there's a (laughs) is a picture of an embarrassing photo of Spongebob from the Christmas party um but also Uh, of course a bunch of pictures of some random lady that like kind of looks like Makoto just like a little bit she has like a, a little bit just like the same haircut and size i guess she's a beauty mark yeah uh lee arrives he brought uh taco bell with him and some drinks and uh, anybody want a baja blast <laughs> makoto i bought i got your baja blast drink it and be awake with the caffeine. makoto i know you don't like taco bell but i know you love baja blast so i got i got you some uh hey, Majima, i just got you like a a quesadilla okay what if it was takoyaki bell hmm mm. i'm thinking about it mm. Mm. think about it i would eat a takoyaki bell so makoto drinks her baja blast and it must not agree with her because she just kind of falls over asleep uh she's oh my tummy mm. oh ah uh, ooh, taco bell humor ow oof ow um and then, oh, that wasn't even a taco bell joke that was just oh you're just saying that yeah she didn't like it it didn't agree with her uh being awake bone um, and then Makimura is, or sorry, not Makimura. Lee is just like, yeah, yeah. I, those uh, drugs I, work fast, huh? Those drugs work fast. I, I did drug the Baja Blast. I, I needed Makoto to not hear the things that I'm about to tell you because they're not great. Yeah, look at these photos, Majima. Doesn't this woman look just like Mak- Makoto? She's got like a similar build, kind of, you know, close to her in age. Uh, what if we killed her? What if we, what if we but don't worry gamers um i am a likable character so don't worry this woman she's basically a serial killer she does lots of of marriage fraud and then kills her husband so don't feel bad that we're gonna kill this this woman because the real problem about it's it's not a question of uh whether murder is bad it's just a question of whether murder is bad if the person is you know a nice person or a mean person well, yeah, it's just like how Majima, he, you know, he was ready to kill. He was ready know. to kill. Yeah, exactly. If, but if then he Makoto... found out it's just an innocent blind girl, and he's like, well, this is different. Well, I mean, hey, Majima began this game being told that um, Makoto Makimura was a horrible, uh, like, pimp who did horrible things to the sex workers that he forced to work for him. And so who even knows what is true about this woman that Lee is telling us about? Yeah. For all we know, this is a lie, honestly. <laughs> Trust no one. Trust no one, not even when highly. <laughs> the deal is they're they're gonna kill this woman. They'll dress her up in like the uh, one of the uniforms from the massage parlor. They'll kind of mangle her so she doesn't look, you know, she's not that distinguishable from Makoto. And it'll and have the, Makoto's name tag on it. Yeah, and then like, when the cops come to like confirm the body to Lee, he'll be like, "Yes, that is Makoto for that, sure. This looks just like her. This is so sad." And then he's like. We'll I like get, the part. We'll get actual Makoto a facelift. We'll wipe her fingerprints. Yeah, fine. the 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 speed at which Lee goes from like, he's like, I got a plan. Here, have some have some soda, and then he's like, All right, all right, Majima. First, we're gonna murder this woman. We're gonna destroy her face. Then we're gonna we're gonna take Makoto. We're gonna give Makoto a new face, uh, and she's gonna play catch with a kid. And then a little <laughs> fingerprint, a little acid will take care of her fingerprints. No one's gonna be able to find. And then Majima's like, Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? 
What dude? You what went, the fuck is wrong with you? You went from you went from friendly neighborhood masseuse to uh like straight up serial killer really fastly. It was yeah, very... it, it is actually like a pretty sinister scene, like the yeah, way it Lee... transitions to him yeah. like <laughs> Lee is just like got some snacks. Alright, so here's the deal. We're gonna take our fingerprints and our face. We're gonna kill this fucking woman. Don't we're gonna... worry, she's a piece of shit. It's, she's a sicko. Um, we're gonna dump her in the river, and the cops <laughs> will find her, and I'll I'll confirm. I'm gonna tell them that she looks just like Makoto. Um, so Machima's yeah, Machima's like, who the hell are you, Lee? What are you even doing? I thought you were like a mas- masseuse. And, and he, he says, says, I'm also a hitman. <laughs> it's just kind of this funny little coincidence in life where one hitman meets another hitman. They fall in love. How funny would it be if uh if at, at the end of this game, just like you know, when High Lee takes off his face and it's agent 47 and he's just here in this game he's playing the drums he lo- he's loving it <laughs> so uh so he- lee's last job was uh, 6 months ago he was tracking down a man who uh he was tracking down a man with a bat on his arm and also another guy who uh who allegedly has a family that was the thing that put a little conscious uh issue in his head um and he killed the targets one of them got away. Don't worry about it. Um, We're joking, is, by the way. This is all a joke. This is all a fan theory I have. Where because because uh, what's his name Akatani said that his he he got into business six months ago. We're just thinking about it. All right. We're just thinking about a theory. This is a good theory that I've come up with. Um, and then all that was left after he killed the targets was a room full of of women in a cage, and he let them all out. And then the only this is by the way this is really bad. I'm sorry. This is really like messed up. Um, and then the only one who was left in the cage was Makoto. She couldn't see. She, like, grabbed onto his hand and, like, wouldn't let go. And we find out that, that Lee used to be a father, but his child passed away. It's just really packing it on, isn't it? They're, like, we're getting into yeah. all, of the, all of the worst, like, there's dead kids and human trafficking. And it's just, like, all in this Parental one trauma. Parental like... trauma, yeah. He's, like, he's, like... Her, her reaching out and grabbing on my hand reminded me of my daughter, and I'm not about to let another daughter die in front of my eyes. That's why we need to take her face and wipe her face. And I'll kill fucking anyone that gets I'll in my I'll kill anyone. I've um, got a specific set of skills. I will yeah. find you and I will kill you. I will find you and I will kill you. This is this is taken zero, is what this game is called. Um, ah. Yeah, so he says that he needs Majima's help to kill this woman. Uh, Majima's like, you're a damn fool. The Yakuza, you know, they they're not idiots. Um, they're gonna see through this in, like, 20 seconds. And then Lee's like, will you come up with a better plan, brain genius? And Majima says, no. (laughs) He says, I know my good plan. Majima's good plan, um, is, uh, that he's just gonna leave and and take his chances elsewhere, I guess. Yeah, I'm just gonna not do anything. What if instead I just, just accepted my fate? So, Lee says, uh... Lee says, I'm not going to let you leave now that you know the plan. I'm going to kill you with my god hand. And then we have to fight god Lee again. Hundo. Yeah, you uh, fight him again. He's a little bit harder. I uh, I took one for the team. I let Lee use his god hand on me. Hell yeah. So he just, like, pushes his thumb into Majima's arm so hard that it makes Majima go, um, Which is really funny when he says that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the God Hand QT is like it has two parts now. Like before, it was just that first part that you mentioned. Yeah, uh, and now it, it's got like a second part where he like bends Majima's arm behind his back and everything. It's it, yeah. it, it's 
As a masseuse, it's a cool boss fight. It's cool. It's Uh, easy, though. He's using a lot more, like, you know, martial arts now, it seems. Yeah. He's Uh, not throwing acupuncture needles at you anymore. No, he is, actually. Is he still doing that? Yeah, he's still doing that. I guess I was just dodging too much to to have to worry about it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, this is a fun boss fight. It's probably better than the first one, just because it's, like, it's harder. It's harder. Um... And we're 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 scaling with the level cap better. We're scaling with where we're supposed to be better. So he actually is like hard ish. Um, so you beat him. Um, he's just kind of on the ground. He's he, he. You see, Majima's like scooping up the photos, and Lee's like, "There's no other option. We have to kill this woman. It's the only way that we can get out of this. There's nothing else that we could do." Uh, and Majima's like, "Well, ah, well, too bad." And he rips up one of the pictures. He takes the bag with the uniform in it and walks out. Yeah, he will. Well, see, uh, as he leaves, uh, he he tells him something that we forgot to say. Because uh, because they had a conversation. It's 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 almost like a theme in Yaka of Majima's stories is the idea mm. of it's a, there's a bit of a theme about the the concept of uh you know the value of a human life, the value of a human life, and the fact that you know you're stained forever if you commit that the act of murder. It changes you as a person. And, and you ever think about how Majima's story began when he couldn't, he was ready to do murders, but then he, he couldn't do it. His, uh, his, his sword brother did it instead. And it's, it's, it's something to think about. So, mm. so Majima's not willing to kill people. Interesting. Um, so he, he leaves, he says that he's, he's not there yet. And then his, his plan, his, his genius good boy plan is that as long as he just kills anyone who tries to kill him, he'll be fine. Yeah. That's a good plan, Majima. <laughs> That'll get you far. I mean, it's worked so far. It's worked. I mean, he's never had to kill anyone, so I guess it has worked pretty far. Pretty good. I heard about this guy in Kamarocho who's in a similar situation. He's just, you know. <laughs> he says he decides on things depending on whether he likes it or, ha- or or hates it, and he pretty much hates all of it. That's a pretty good philosophy, and I hate to think about killing some random woman, so I'm not going to do this. Bye. Uh, so Majima goes to have a smoke on, like, some park bench. Yeah. And then he takes the like bag of uh, of incriminating evidence and just sort of sets it in a <laughs> trash can. And then as he leaves, there's uh, nothing happens. Just the bag stays in the trash can and no one takes it. So that's good. Actually, that's the opposite of what happens. We oh, see I'm some. Sorry, right. We see a stranger in a in like a crimson suit walk up and grab the bag. Yeah, and now it's the next morning. It's the next morning, so Majima's, uh, his three days are up. He's just gonna act like everything's normal. He like decides that if he, just, day. if he just goes to his job and does everything as, exactly as normal as he's always done it, Sagawa might forget. Majima, the normal manager. Hmm. I feel uh, like there was something I was supposed to, I feel like there was something I was supposed to do today, Majima. I just can't remember, I can't, uh, whatever, uh, just get that 500 million yen. Yeah. So uh, you go back to the Grand, and this yeah. is when you get there, and the floor manager is like, hey, there's a phone call for you oh, from yeah. uh, Hogushi Kaikon, a Mr. Lisan. Uh, Lisan uh, has told me to tell you. Uh, Lisan is. It, it sounds like he's having a little party at Hogushi Kaikon, and you're invited. Yeah, so you head there. Uh, um, at the oh, I we forgot to mention at this point the streets are blocked off. You can't really do. Yeah, anything. you can't really go anywhere. It's I did still to... almost run into Mister Shakedown going down the bridge to the Grand. There's, so there's nowhere you can run for Mister Shakedown. <laughs> I um, know that the streets are closed off. I know there's only yeah. one way you can go. 
So Hogushi Kaikon, you go to Hogushi Kaikon, and Lee is there, and he's just like, great, you did it, thanks! Hey! hey. There's and the then, man of the hour. You, you man, killed that you know, woman. You, you were all negative on it last night, and then yeah. you went out and did it yourself. I am so and proud Majima's, of you. Majima's just like, what? We're going to take you to Toys R Us, and I'll let you pick out whatever you want. Um, you can but, you will you can get whatever ice cream you want. We're gonna take any you, toppings. Any toppings you can get. I gotta have it if you really want it. Um, so Majima's like, wait, what are you talking? I didn't kill anyone. And he's like, look at the news, and then the the news reporter's like, the disfigured body that is labeled Makoto Makimura was fished out of the river. But no one could see her face was so messed up. It was really gross. We're not going to show it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. And Lee says, yeah, that's exactly what happened. The cops came here with a picture of this fucked up corpse this morning. And I said, yeah, that's Makoto. The cops were like, man, your employee died in a a really horrific circumstance. Why are you laughing and clapping and smiling and doing a happy dance? And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about a really funny, uh, really funny. Why are you doing talk champ? (laughs) poggers um so the phone then rings and majima it's for my it's for you majima it's um and the voice on the end of this phone is like a real nasty like joker voice he's like did you like my little presence what do you think i'm talking one one dead makoto makimura coming up majima yeah, I did a favor for you. I scratch your back. How about you scratch mine, huh, you Majima? Come meet with me. I'm I'm in your cr- club. I'm in your base, grabbing your boobs. Yeah. So so we find out that uh the uh, the mysterious man is just in Cabaret Grand, literally just with his hand on a breast, just just sort of reaching and grabbing a breast as he's on the phone. He's he's grabbing Private Cup's breast. He's having a good one. He's loving it. Uh, I I I uh. You know, this character is a is a mixed, a real land of contrasts, and I think this is one of the big contrasts of this character is that he does he murder woman and grab breast. Um, so he, uh, yeah, he's just this dude in a red suit. He's on a big funky, uh, funky little phone. He's he's you know he's got the Oda phone, and he just says uh, he says meet with me at Cabaret Grand for a boss fight at the end of the chapter. And I said wait, I have to record in ten minutes, and then the chapter ends. Haha, <laughs> fooled you. I really thought I was gonna have to fight this guy. Um, we, call no. that, <laughs> I, we call uh, that we call that we call that it's trick I, I yeah i can't say his name i was about to ask you to bleep it out <laughs> yeah uh it's, yeah that, it's that's the, end of the chapter for this week yeah um but and i don't i have a i have a essence of education for next week but this week um we're gonna we're gonna not do it because i uh now here's the let me give uh, you just, a peek just, behind. let's just like what do you think of the chapter it was good. I like all of the uh, I like all of the Majima and Makoto scenes. I think they yeah, they those up. those scenes are really really good. Like the they actually like they form a connection and they're you yeah know, they have they, good you know they have good conversations and they're very you mm-hmm. know I think you uh, see a I, side I like of, to see yeah. more of Lee like doing things. He's a cool guy. I like him a lot. <laughs> Lee's really cool, and then he gets twisted. <laughs> Ask your doctor oh. if, if your friend is suffering from twisted. <laughs> he's trying his best he's just trying to um, care for, he's trying to protect the people he cares about he's just doing it in a in a questionable way um, hey hey majima have you ever played the last of us this is kind of like this <laughs> the end of the last of us is actually very deep and uh and it raises some interesting questions about the concept of fatherhood uh would you believe me if i told you that i don't enjoy that game that much no i believe you because i'm pretty sure you've told <laughs> me that before it's, yeah it's not great i'm not a fan um 
what do you what anything else you want to talk about about chapter seven i'm sorry i did not get to the cabaret this week like i said i wanted to but i fucked up at the last minute and i couldn't do it (laughs) well i'm ready to show my whole ass here because uh the reason that our uh so i put the question call up and it had all of the funny references to the silly cult sub story that i was gonna do this week um and then i didn't do it because i realized i had a really good essence of education i wanted to try to do and uh I forgot but it's going to take more time. It was going to take more time, so I had to do it. So we're going to do the funny cult one next week. And uh, instead, I just just kind of fucked up there. So oops. But we do have a question. Um, and it's an interesting one, and I'm excited to talk about it. This is for, and if you have a question, you can send it to our Twitter, twitter.com slash podcastgagotoku. That's podcast G-A-G-O-T-O-K-U. Um, yep. We got one question this week. It's from friend of the show, Dan, at Mike Dawson, underscore Dawson. It says with a zero. With a zero, Majima learns of what gravy is in this game. Are there any particular <laughs> food? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to learn. Are there? Yeah, neither any- do I. Are there any particular foods you didn't really know about until adulthood? Um. Hmm. This is. Uh, I saw this question ahead of time, and I didn't even like think about it. Uh. Do you have one? I do. Um. I was at this grocery store. And I was trying to buy a can of chickpeas, and I couldn't okay. find one. And I was at, I was at Sprouts too, so I was like, you know, Sprouts is like the the quote unquote like organic whatever you can find. I can find vegetables and stuff that I can't normally find. And I was like, there is no fucking way that Sprouts doesn't have chickpeas. And I was like looking everywhere, and I like looked up on my phone chickpeas, and then I was like garbanzo beans, and I said, wait, what? And I never knew that chickpeas are garbanzo beans and vice versa. I never knew this in my whole life. And I felt like such an idiot. I was like standing in front of them and I was like, where are the chickpeas? Huh? Yeah. I don't think I knew that either. Wow. Um, and there you go, Dan, there's your answer. Neither of us knew that chickpeas were garbanzo beans until adulthood. Well, let me try and think of one real quick. Um, would it be cheating to just mention some food from this game? (laughs) Like, I mean, I get, I mean, I mean, that's one that I guess... I mean, gravy isn't from Japan, so Majima wouldn't know what gravy is, because he's Japanese. Um... Fuck, I can't think of one. There's probably... Th- hmm. Like, I, I hear about new shit all the time. Like, you were probably talking about something you cooked, like, a week ago, and I was like, what? what yeah, but, that? like, that's true. Um, I don't but, think- like, here's a question. This is completely unrelated, but what's a food that you didn't like until you became an adult? Um... Spinach, spinach. It's uh, yeah. it's cheese for me. I absolutely really? hated cheese my entire life until I was like 20, 21, huh. and I started eating cheese, and now I really like strange. Cheese. Oh yeah, just listen to the the episode before this where several times during the pizza law segment, I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> oh yeah, like bulgogi pizza. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what bulgogi was. I didn't know what that weird cheese was. Oh, raclette. Yeah, yeah, those. Man, I didn't I'm, know about those until a week ago. I've been thinking about that that pizza law pizza that we were looking at like all week, and I'm just like, damn, I don't know if it's just because like I'm hungry, but all that stuff sounds so good. Yeah, I was walking by the pizza knee on EYO Bridge, you know, the one that the the statue <laughs> the one with the, went to the take one with the famous in. the one with the famous toilet, and you were thinking, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, like, wow, I could go for that cheese and honey pizza right now. You were you were uh, you were at the Wild Jackson in South Temporian thinking, damn, I could order some pizza knee pizza if I asked the person at the counter. <laughs> anyway, that's our that's our question for the week. Uh, we'll actually do the cult sub story next week uh, when I 
Don't verb. It's a good thing we didn't get any questions about it. I know, right? What is the funniest part of the cult sub story? I think it's the part where they say pee-pee doo-doo. They say doo-doo baba pee-pee. Um, all right, let's finish this episode up. Here, I'll have you, 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 you. Uh, I'll save that That's joke for next each other. That's yeah. yeah. Man, we're making a lot of jokes about the sub story we haven't done yet. We'll we'll remake. I'm gonna edit these out and then we'll we'll remake them unscrupulously next weekend until I forget about it. All right, I'll have you wrap it up though because I started. This has been like a podcast, also known as Podcast Gokotoku. If you want to find us on Twitter, uh, you can go to twittercom slash gogotoku That is podcast G A G O T O K U. It usually doesn't take me that long. It's it's um, hard. Yeah, and I've been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. And he has been Jordan. You can find him on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. You can also find uh, our Discord. I forget to plug our Discord every single week. We have yeah. a Discord. Get in there. Talk about Yakuza. There's a link in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. We got we got Yakuza emoji. Um, if you want to hear my voice in other places, you can go listen to Pot of Greed. Uh it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! We just started, se- we recorded our first episode of Season 5 yesterday. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be going up soon. We also just put up our Season 4 wrap-up, which was also really fun. We had an award ceremony and everything. <laughs> um, uh, didn't you get the award for having watched the least amount of episodes? Yes. Congrats. But I, I got the second highest amount of points. I got fucked over by the bonus stars, just like any good game of Mario Party. God, the bonus stars! Don't even mention bonus stars around <laughs> me. They just make me so mad. They're just, they're just, they're just... I mean, you cheated not only the game, but yourself, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, you, if you want to find me, you can listen to my other podcast, Jurgenit, which I do with Sam, my brother, who was in the last episode. Uh, and if you didn't listen to hey, that one, what are you doing here? Go back and listen to that. Um, we are currently talking about wattpad fan fiction based on season eight we are discussing a season uh, eight sorry i don't know what how i got to eight we're reading wattpad <laughs> we're currently reading wattpad fan fiction based on season six of the secret life of the okay. american teenager i uh and we're uh we're address we're approaching it as if it's canon so this is uh you know the next evolution of our show um nice and it's very good there's where there is a part where they went to the high school reunion and they had been graduated from high school for approximately three months. So, you know, perfect time to do one of those. <laughs> yeah, I remember I did one of those. I was I was really mad because I just I like, just I just started going. To, I just moved yeah. to go to college and they were like, hey, we're having a reunion. Having you want to come? And it's I said, the hundredth anniversary against, of our school. Against my better judgment. I said, sure. And did you pretend to be married at that high school reunion? Oh, yes, of course. Me too. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. We're going to be talking about more Yakuza Zero. We'll find out who this mysterious Joker is. And uh, as always, Kiwami means extreme. Love magic.